Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to part five of our five-part series on how to create a content style guide for your business. We are getting to the end of this five-part series that has been, I hope, for you really informative and I really would adore to know whether you've implemented uh, this style guide in your business and if you've used it with your team so far you've been developing it with your team uh, along with this podcast I just would love to hear from you so please please you can always dm me on uh, linkedin at victoria hajar but as I said today is the fifth installment of this five-part series we're wrapping it all up to just to recap, we've been talking about, uh, you know, what is a content style guide and why it's important for your business. If you haven't been following along on the uh, through the series, you can go back to episode eight, which is part one, gives you an introduction on how I came up with this process and why it's important. Um, and you can follow through each section. Again, the sections that we covered, uh, we first talk about messaging strategy, how to develop a messaging strategy for your business to make sure that the content that you're sharing has a purpose um, that's connected to your brand. Then we went and chatted a bit about the voice, tone, and formatting of the copy for your content. Last week, we talked about the buyer persona and I dug in to some resources uh, and an, ar- an article that I love, uh, which I shared in the show notes as well. Today, to wrap it up, we're talking about the visual guide, so the visual aspect of this. And again, if you're a graphic designer when creating your brand, developed a brand guidelines for you, they probably put quite a bit of the visuals in there, probably some guides around how to use photos um, on the website and and sort of at least gave you some uh, photography examples uh, that would match the brand that they created for you. What we're going to do now is look a little bit into a visual guide as it pertains to digital marketing, particularly social media, um, especially for Instagram. I find that it's really important to have some visual examples, guidelines, mood boards together in this content guide that's approved by either you as the founder or the key stakeholders that pay attention to these kind of things. Because this way you're going to really save yourself a lot of heartache, um, kind of being able to match you know what you want with what is produced so if you haven't already or if you're not aware you can download a free copy of this content style guide on our website at uglyventures.com backslash style guide then you could follow along there's a little workbook 
with some exercises that will help you build a content style guide for yourself and your own business. If you're following along today, we're reached the end. We're on page nine. Um, and we're going to be talking a bit. I want to address now a little bit about brand feeling. So when we're trying to give some parameters to our social media manager, we want to make sure that they understand the feeling that we need to communicate with the brand and the feelings on the imagery change a lot depending on the filters that's used in the photos and also of course the copy uh, which we talked chatted a lot about voice and tone but the voice and tone definitely sets a feeling for the brand as well so the the last portion of this guide is really up to you. Here are some of the suggestions that I give uh, that should be included in this style guide. I love to put mood boards in. Um, and again, the mood boards can be anything that evokes the feeling that you want the digital marketing content to communicate. So it doesn't have to necessarily be the mood board that would be like straight photos that would be used on an Instagram feed, for example. This is all about, you know, what images evoke that mood that you want. Um, another thing that's really good to do, and again, it's, at, it's really important to do at the front end of onboarding your digital marketing manager is to have a few examples of feeds that you think match what you're trying to achieve through the brand. That's going to be really helpful for that manager just to, you know, get inspiration. Um, but be very careful in what you suggest. I would not suggest giving more than three or four examples to the marketing manager because if you give too many, it gets a little bit confusing. You want to be very focused. Less is more. But it's really important for them uh, to have a understanding of what appeals to you because more times than not, you're going to be at least you know, having the final say in the content or maybe even approving a content calendar. So having some examples is important. I would also have here, and I always include actual post examples. So I like to include at the very least three. So this is actually something you could ask your uh, a graphic designer to do or whomever put together your brand, you know, as a mini project it really would not take them very long, but maybe to go together with you to develop, you know, three, four, five actual Instagram posts or Facebook posts or whatever social platform you're focusing on um, to just give a handful of examples of exactly what you think is appropriate, good, high quality content. You know, I would have, uh, when developing these examples, I would have uh, a mix of content. So, you know, you're going to want to establish with your marketing manager what are the types of content that you share throughout the week. You know, you don't want everything to be just the same. So maybe you give each day a theme, for example. So you're going to want to give examples of each theme day. So if you want to do like, um, you know, if you're a product based business and you want to, of course, you want to mix 
shots of the product with maybe some lifestyle shots, maybe some outdoor shots or some scenery shots, or maybe you want some shots that are zoomed in. You want like a mixture, right? So when you're giving these examples, I would suggest giving a well-rounded um, sort of buffet of examples for your social media manager to reference. Um, I also would, so varying sort of the image and the style of the post or the topic of the post, right? As I had mentioned, those different kinds of topic subject matter, but you're also going to want to give copy examples. So I would do a few that are short uh, format, a couple that are long format, just so they have, again, good solid examples of what is appropriate content to share and it just again is a jumping off point so those examples along with the mood board and an idea of some of the feeds that you think are great or some of the um, influencers you think are would be great for the business as much information as you can give to your social media manager the better and I love keeping it together in this content style guide so Again, when you're training this person, this style guide becomes an integral part of the training system, okay? So as to wrap this all up, I'm going to share a bit behind the, the curtain of how I go about approving content when I'm working with teams for my clients. And there's so many resources, it can be quite overwhelming. Um, if you're focused mostly on Instagram, I love the platform Later. It has a lot of really great features, particularly for Instagram. But one really great thing that they have is a grid layout where you can see and approve the different um, images in the tiles, each tile in the feed. And you can see what the copy is and how uh, the the post is going to look in relation to the other posts around it. It's really, really great. But again, it's, it is sort of hard to keep track of as different platforms pop up and different platforms change. So it's like exactly how can you pull everything together into one content calendar that's easy to be approved. And I have to say, you know, I've tried so many different platforms and the problem is, is um, and when, sorry, when I'm referring to platforms, I'm meaning different software for like scheduling tools for social media. A lot of them have content calendar options. And again, as you know, things like TikTok or Instagram Reels, and we've got still have stories and Instagram Live and all these different things. It is really complicated to pull it together into an automatic calendar so you can see every bit of content um, and, and approve it. So what I do is I use a good old fashioned Google Doc. Um, I have a template on the in the blog in the show notes on uglyventures.com backslash style guide. You can go ahead and download a copy of the content calendar template. So I'm just going to walk you through that quickly if you do download it or just give you some ideas of how I go through the process and you can adapt it to whatever tools or tricks or whatever that you, um, that you like to use. But I think it's really important as a founder, you know, you know, running a startup that you have a, a hand, a big hand in approving and overseeing what goes on in marketing. 
And so a lot of the founders that I work with, um, while I'm usually the last say in the content calendar approval system, they still like to be switched on to what's going on and oftentimes have opinions because again, this is a very uh, subjective area and arena here, you know, the content uh, creation and social media and stuff. So what I find is really useful in the template that I have that you could use, this is how it's set up, to have a way to view everything by the month. So you could see a month overview of any promotions going on for the business, any major holidays, uh, any you know important industry events, any anything. Um, you have a calendar view of the month and you can have annotated there any important dates. That is step one for your marketing manager to make sure that they don't miss promoting something on social media that's important thing that's happening during the month. So if you do go ahead and download the Google Sheet template, you'll see tab one is a month overview. Then I like to break it down by week. And then the template, it's just a, it's a Google spreadsheet. It's very similar to Excel, but the difference is, of course, it's a Google Sheet, so it's dynamic. Um, you can go ahead and pop the images right in there. You can pop the text right in there. Uh, it's easy to open up and read and approve. Um, I love to do that because also on Google Sheets, you can do comments right there in real time. Um, you can raise issues that can, you know, get a notification when the issue is resolved. So I think Google Sheets is really useful. Um, even if some people don't think it's the most user friendly or, or, or what have you, I still think given the variety of platforms and the fact that the social media scheduling tools, while they have the functionality to view the calendar, again, it's not going to function for every single social media platform. So using a simple Google Sheet document is a great way for you to sort of pull in everything um, in one spot. So again, I would love for us to share, you know, our other strategies, you know, if you have a better a system that's better, please share it. I mean, I think it's a wonderful uh, to dig in again behind the scenes and, and talk about, you know, how are you handling approving the content and making sure that everything's being promoted that needs to be. Um, it's a really important process. And even if you're at the point where you don't need to be looking so closely at how the content's being made. Say that your manager is fabulous. It's still important to have everything documented um, and so you can reference it another time. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.